This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. Uh, good evening, this is Carl Willits from Memoriam, and you are listening to The Mosh Pit on Sim. Carl Willits is the vocalist from death metal band Memoriam, who will be, who will be releasing their first full-length for The Fallen on March 24th. Carl, thank you so much for joining me. It's an absolute pleasure to be able to talk to you from across the other side of the globe. It's well, good, fine evening. Well, the, the pleasure's mine in the morning. Um, now... Before we get into some uh, other questions, I know you, you've probably been through this about a hundred times, but for the, our audience, could you just lay out the story behind Memoriam? Okay. Time is limited, so I shall try and do an abridged version. I am a person that likes to talk, so I will try and cut this down as far as possible. So, yeah, the band itself, um, Memoriam, we started um, <clears throat> back in the tail end of 2015. Um, the band itself <clears throat> d- developed, emerged through what was a period of time in my life uh, where I wasn't really sure what was happening. Uh, following the death of Martin Kitty Kern, the drummer of Vault Thrower, the band really decided that uh, at that point they didn't know what to do. Uh, was totally unsure whether there would be any future for the band at that point. Um, he died in September 2015, so I spent a couple of months really, you know, pondering what the future was going to hold for me, and it was a pretty dark place to be in, you know, uh, you know, my, my whole identity is formed through uh, being in a band and, and, and making music and, and playing gigs. So, um, you know, I had a pretty much a, a clear-cut decision to make. I came to the point whilst being staring into the abyss of... of misery and, and and despair in a way um, and, and sorrow and, and grief um, so from that I thought well I can either sit around and wait for something to happen to me which might never happen with Bolt Thrower or I'd get off my backside and I'd do something about the situation I was in and create something new do something positive and create some light from the darkness that, uh, that was surrounding me at that point so really that's the whole reason that we um Decided, I decided that I wanted to create uh, a band, and uh, which became Memoriam. So first of all, I got in touch with my old friend Andrew Whale, who was the former ball thrower uh, drummer back in the uh, the early days of the band, and a good friend of mine, and asked him if he'd be interested in, in uh, just getting together and, and trying to create some joy in the rehearsal room and maybe you know, recapture some of the feelings that we had back when we first started in bands back in the late 80s by you know, jamming out some old cover versions of some old grindcore, crush, you know, crust, anaco, punk covers, Discharge, Sacrilege, Amoebics, Axe of those kind of bands, Antisect. And, um, you know, he hadn't played drums for about 14, 15 years, um, but we weren't sure whether, you know, he could go for it, but, you know, he succumbed. <laughs> and, um, you know, from that point onwards, we, we got Frank Healy, who's an old, again, an old friend of ours, been in the music scene with Benediction, Cerebral Fix, Sacrilege, all these bands throughout the years. And with Frank, we'd always talked about doing something together, but just never got around to doing it. So this 
the stars aligned in a way. This was the time for us to actually do something. He'd just lost his dad as well, so he was in a, a pretty dark place as well. And um, we needed some kind of to create some joy in our lives, really, to uh, to kind of push ourselves forward. So we got um, a friend of, um, of, of of Frank's in a guy called Scott Fairfax, who was then at that point just doing a, a filling in on guitar for Benediction, some live shows. And um, we got together, uh, and that was the end of 2015, with the intention of just doing some, you know, some classic covers and having a laugh and just getting together in the rehearsal room and just having some fun. And um, <clears throat> that was that point then when Scott came to us and said, well, you know, I've got these riffs that I've uh, written over the years. Do you want to have a listen to them? You know, it might be the basis of, of some original material. And uh, he fired those over to us on a... MP3 player that do these days technology has changed <laughs> and um, they formulated the basis of, of uh, the first two songs we wrote which is War Ages On and uh, Resistance and um, he just kept on coming at us with these, these, these plethora of riffs he's got like a, a whole PC full, rammed full of riffs that he's written over the years which he hasn't used and he kept on firing these over at us and you know from that we, we pretty soon had four or five new songs written and the whole idea of doing covers uh, went out the window and we thought, yeah, this is a way forward. Let's, let's do our own our own music and, and drive it from there. And it's just all grown really, really a lot of alarmingly fast pace. It's been like an avalanche. Um, in the past year, we've achieved such a lot of things uh, with Memoriam. Um, first of all, we, we got four or five songs together. We went to uh, record them just over a weekend um, because we wanted to hear the songs, what they sounded like, and, and, and learn them to, to play live. And um, from that, we released a 7-inch, uh, which sold out within, in a matter of, of weeks. Uh, uh, and that's when Nuclear Blast Records got involved. They, they, they knocked on our door and said, would you be interested in, in signing to us? And, uh, and it's really since then, we haven't looked back. Um, done a handful of European festivals to get to taste of the live performance and um, went into the studios again and recorded For the Fallen, our debut album last October which is to be released uh, imminently on uh, March the 24th over here in Europe and um, this next year 2017 we've got uh, quite a lot planned we've, so far we've got about 15 um, European festivals that we've got lined up to, to play and uh, we're already in the process of writing the next album as well, so we intend to get back in the studio towards the end of this year to uh, to record the follow-up. So it's been an amazing experience, uh, a journey uh, which has been you know, originally driven on from, from a, a dark place um, to you know, a place of joy, a place of, 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 real, of real happiness, and we're all really, really pleased with the way it's gone. And, and everyone seems to be quite happy with what they've heard so far, so... Um, Long may that last. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Uh, particularly interesting is the fact that death metal is very often, for good reason, associated with violence, aggression, um, you know, getting at your anger. And in a certain sense, um, this captures sort of quite another emo emotion and um, comes from yeah. sort of another place in, in a way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think our... Our lyrical inspiration uh, and the music itself really comes from a, a place of, of mourning. Uh, it's the whole album for the Fallen is, in a way, a, a tribute to Martin Kiddy Kearns. It's with his passing was the catalyst of um, 
of the formation of the band and and, and we feel that he's with us um, throughout our careers he's the driving reason as to why we got together in the first place the, the lyrics that I wrote were for the album were quite cathartic in a way um, a way of expressing my feelings of of, um, of sorrow and grief um, through the best way I know how in, the, in a lyrical format and yeah a lot, of the, the, lot of the words in the songs do relate directly to our experiences uh, recent experiences of loss and mourning and I think that's um, that's a subject matter that, that, that everyone can relate to especially mm. as we all get older as well uh, so death is um it's almost like a taboo subject that you never really ever talk about until it's something that happens to you or directly to, you know, to someone you know close. And, and then that feeling just comes to the forefront. So I think everyone can relate to it in, in many, le- many levels. We've all experienced some form of it. And say, as you get older, it happens more often. And we seem to be living at the time as well. We, we, at that point in the late 2015, there was a series of quite a high-profile celebrity deaths as well so kind of we were in a, a period where there's a lot of publicity and uh, of death that seemed to be all around us in the media and that particularly influenced me in a song called surrounded by death which works on a variety of levels um so yeah it's, it's a fascinating subject um but you know i think that my um used phrase that i use quite often that, that the music we create is a it's almost like a celebration of life um, through death metal and uh, we kind of like accentuate the positive side of things and I think our, our music kind of relates to to not the gore not the not the, uh, the, the violence and the uh, but the more the psychological aspects it always has been um, throughout my musical career we, I, I've been there's a large element of war within the the, uh, the lyrics that's the main th- topical theme and it always will be within, within the lyrics that I write personally but yeah, they work on many levels. They're, they're never about the uh, the blood and guts side of things at all. More about the psychological facts uh, of it and the, the impact it has on other people, and that continues through through memoriam, and um, it will do throughout my musical career, I suppose. Now, where does that fascination with war come from? I don't know. I think it comes from playing soldiers as a, a child uh, and I was kind of I grew up um, I've got brothers and sisters but they're all about 20 years up from me so I kind of had a quite a furtive imagination um, and, and I was quite into my military history as I got older um, I, I did lots of reading I was quite interested in that areas. I got into military war gaming as well and strategy and tactics and I think it's just all developed from, from that really um so yeah, I mean, it's kind of that's had a, a big influence. I've never had a, a direct. I've never been in the army. I've never been, been in the military, in the military uh, forces or anything like that. But I know we have got quite a large uh, following, and uh, a lot of people that are in the military do support the music, and they get it. They understand where we're coming from with it as well. So, um, so that's great. So yeah, I think it's a general, general interest in, uh, in in the history of, of war throughout throughout the ages. To, to coin a phrase, um, it's an aspect that's that's um, endemic. It's within mankind. It's within our, our civilization, or our lack of civilization. And it's, um, it's something that's, that's been with us since mankind evolved and stays with us. It's relevant. To, to, it's a relevant subject matter. If in, in, in the world we live in today, it's, it surrounds us um, 
wherever we are as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a theme that's had a constant source of um, inspiration for me, um, and uh, it'll always be that way. In terms of the sort of psychological aspects, you know, the, um, I don't know, the impact on people, it's very interesting over here in Australia, I kind of have a warped perspective because I follow a lot of the American news, and it's just very interesting to see the, the inability to kind of process what's going on in the United States in terms of Brexit and Trump. Are you seeing any of that in um, in the UK over there? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, what a interesting world that we live in. Um, the whole media shebang, the whole the whole issue of this, this, this lurch towards right-wing ideology, which is a global issue, um, that, that the rise of xenophobia and fear and hatred of other people is a subject matter which I find has been a massive influence in, in the, uh, the content of the album for, uh, for The Fallen. Um, for me, personally, living in, in the UK, the whole Brexit issue was, had a massive impact on my lyric writing. There's several songs on the, uh, on the new album. Um, for, for example, um, Corrupted System, is directly uh, a reference to to the system, the political system that we live in. Uh, Reduced to Zero, which has been released as well. That's again about the world we live in today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a staunch believer of Europe. I'm all about unity and 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 believer of, of, of acceptance of difference. It's difference that makes the world that we live in. And to to deny that and to push that to one side. Um, I find totally abhorrent. Um, it's against all my political pools and against all my political beliefs as well. So for this band, you know, for me to actually have a bit of a platform to say something about it, it's been, it's been a great um, experience for me. Because maybe in the other bands I was with, I'd have possibly, and I was a bit younger maybe, I'd have shied away, shied away from overtly political kind of uh, lyrics. But with Memoriam, I've, I've kind of, we've almost got like a blank canvas. We, we're not set to any formulas. We're not set to any specific standards of work before. We've got a clean sheet to work from. So I'm exploring all sorts of uh, lyrical themes and um, finding it really, really um, enjoyable. And, and it's, it's motivated by, by the world that we live in today, which, which is um, a scary place. The whole rise of, of Donald Trump, um, Le Pen in, in France, um, it just seems to be a whole. I don't know. Kind of people are kind of like reactionary politics. People are trying to kind of reacting against the the status quo or the, the, the people that are in control. But they're reacting in in the wrong way. They're being driven by the right wing media. They've been influenced by by um, by people that, that kind of like haven't got a clue where their actions are going to take them. And um, yeah, it's, it's a scary place. We're on, we're on on the cusp of something very very worrying, and um, for me, this has been a great source of uh, of inspiration in in the album, in the new album, and the words that I've written for it. Uh, I'm aware that we only have a short time left, but um, it's been a while since most of you guys have been in the studio um, to record some stuff. What what was it like getting back there? Were there any changes you noticed? Well, I mean, it's been such a long time since uh, I've been in the studio to record anything. I mean, the last time I was there was 2004 to record Those Ones Loyal. So, yeah, it's a hell of a long time. Um, And for me, really, being in a band is all about 
recording. It's all about writing new music. The creation of music and lyric writing for me is the is the main part, the main element of being in a band. I always missed that. I really did miss that. And so to have to have that ability to that opportunity to do that again um, has been a fantastic thing to do. And, and to be to, to be doing to doing it with with uh, with people I know and. Um, are experienced in songwriting has, has really, really worked well. And, and Scott, the new guitarist, he brings in a completely new element to what we're doing. Uh, as we work as a four-piece, there's different dynamics to what I've previously been used to doing as well. And as a result of that, we've, we've introduced certain aspects of new technology as well. We use, uh, we use samples within the songs to kind of fill out the dynamics of them as well, which helps and makes them sound... Uh, you know, a bit different and, and something that's something fresh and exciting for me to in, engage with. So yeah, I mean, this, the songwriting process has been have been pretty quick, to be perfectly honest. We don't really ponder too much on what we do. We just create something, we like it, and we do it. You know, and uh, we, we we don't dwell too too much on it. We pretty much move on to the next the next song that we're going that's in our in our heads and we've got the wrists for. So it's an exciting time. It's a really exciting time, and and. To be able to do that again is is, um, is, a, is a real joy. Is a real joy. Uh, Memoriam's debut album for the Fallen will be released on March twenty fourth. Carl, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Nice talking to you. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on Sin 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream Sin 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Samantha from Flashgun Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls Go. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is Gary Olmey of the Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Moth Pit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Ron from 1349. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Tips.